Good evening, folks. Welcome to Not Too Much Podcast. I'm Bub. I am Dave. I'm Ho. And Dave is in rough shape from our uh, little gathering yesterday. Dave is fucking hurting today. You want to hear the funniest part about it? After all that, I woke up at like 8 o'clock in the morning and I was like, yeah, seize the day, let's go. And like, it took me like 20 minutes to be like, I'm still drunk and I'm going back to bed. And this day has just gotten worse and worse and worse as far as the hungoverness goes. I feel shit-faced right now. What um, is it? Carpe diem? Mm. Seize the day? You did not carpe diem. No, I, I tried. So movie night was a huge success, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what we did last night. We had uh, our first monthly shitty movie night, and we watched The Room, starring... Starring and directed by Tommy Wiseau. It was wonderful for the first time to see it. It, it, was, it lived up to everything. I hope I lived up to everything that I'm feeling right now. I'm not I, sure if you how, did, but I was pretty how awesome gone was by I? the end. I, like I said, I was pretty fucked up, so I don't remember. Oh, was I yeah. awesome? You were pretty awesome. <laughs> okay, good. It's worth it then. <laughs> not as awesome as Tommy Wiseau, though. <laughs> it seems to me like you're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> Great story, Dave. <laughs> I'm going to move this a little bit. Okay, that's better. We actually have a new little setup. In fact, it was inspired by our shitty movie night. I got all of our furniture basically in our TV room, the TV part of our downstairs, and we might leave it. Now we have so much room in our recording area. It's a lot better, I think. For activities and stuff. For, for our uh, white Russian drinking. Mm, Snapple. Is, is that your sponsor tonight? Is yeah, we're, we're getting we're sponsored by the Big Lebowski. Chi-Chi's. Chi-Chi's pre-mixed white <laughs> Russians. <laughs> hey, um, it's way cheaper to do it this way and it tastes just as good, I think. Easier, too. Easier, just dump it in some ice. Ice, pour. Bam. Mm, Snapple's pretty good, too. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes I wish I had Snapple when you come in with some Snapple. It's 79 cents, man. Perfect. And did you know that an octopus only has three, or has three hearts. You're gonna fucking edit that because oh, I'm just only has three yeah, hearts. Only, only three hearts. <laughs> we we were gonna have our buddy Nick from the delivery guys, but he had band practice and probably some other assorted things. So we're gonna keep with our schedule of having a guest every other week. That would have screwed that up if we had him today. So that kind of works out. So he'll be here next week, and we're just gonna chit chat with him. About okay. looking like Timmy from The Whitest Kids You Know. What's his band? He's also in The Crazies. So we'll have 100% of, um, of uh, Delivery Guys and 50% of The Crazies here. Beautiful. That's perfect. Perfect math. Yeah. I'm doing the best I can, you know. I got a new shirt last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we uh, bought some iron-on letters and made our buddy Dave a Who Farted shirt. Ready for the apocalypse. Uh, well, halfway there. <laughs> Do you guys have, like, concrete plans for the apocalypse? I feel like now's the time to plan, whether it be zombie mm. or whatever, a virus or whatever. Well, I always imagine myself holing up and where I'm at f- for as long as I possibly can. 
And then that's when it starts to get hard is when you need to go out and get supplies. Mm-hmm. Whatever you had in your house runs out. It's always fun to think about, though. I do it all the time. I um, So I got the shirt. I got the Who Farted shirt, which I plan on wearing constantly. I'm going to wear this shirt every day. And I want survivors to, to look at other survivors to look at me like, what the fuck is wrong? with Like, why is he wearing this shirt? Why? Who wears a who farted shirt? Like, weren't you wearing that shirt yesterday, by the way? Like, I don't really want to survive for too long in the apocalypse. I just want to have a lot of fun and get rowdy and basically feel like I feel right now every day until I'm like, that's enough. Uh, it's been a couple months fucking... Quick fills closed again, and I give up. Are you gonna do it where you're sacrificing yourself for some other survivors to like get it get further in their apocalypse, or are you just gonna? Just... It's gonna be. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I've, I've, this isn't like as depressing as it sounds. It's just like, what what am I doing at this? You know, at some point, it's just gonna be like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this sucks. Um, again, still no Wi-Fi. Let's get this <laughs> over with. You know. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I want, I want to be organic when I go, but um, I definitely don't see myself as like the chosen one to, to to save the world. So, eh, when it happens, it happens. I feel you. I mean, if you're gonna be real about it, we're probably not gonna be part of a group of survivors <laughs> that would be filmed I'm, for the TV show. <laughs> I'm <laughs> or like the movie, whichever. You want. Not resourceful. If I can't buy water, I don't know. Like, if it doesn't come from the faucet anymore, what am I gonna do? <laughs> I just I just don't see much hope for myself, and I'm just being realistic. All right, hey, I feel you, and just basically you gotta hope you run in. You're you're you hope you're Eugene, and you run into an Abraham. That's the only hope I have. <laughs> I'll probably will you just, have a mullet by then. I can grow a mullet pretty quick. I'll probably just come out and hang out with you guys until you die. Cool. I'm not gonna die. Come on, man. You you don't have a plan yet. Uh, there's that guy in Route I'm in Five that like, just gonna wing it. Oh, I know about that guy. He's, yeah, he's just he is literally like with that with whatever resources he actually has, he's literally building a fortress for the apocalypse. The guy with the camper, a camper. Yeah, um, no, I think it's I... this fucking house like along the lake that has like a tower and like he. I guess he was trying to build something that he didn't get approval for. That's uh, it would have been connected to the like a tunnel connected to the lake. Oh fuck! Is he mad at the government too? Probably because oh, pro- like said no. So probably because it would like break the foundation or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like no, you may not dig your own hole. Like I can't remember who told me about it, but I definitely saw the place they were talking about. Where is this? Because I drove Route by five? between here and Silver Creek on Route Five. Uh, he he had a camper for the longest time. Maybe I think we're thinking of the same guy. Maybe he still has a camper. <sighs> we should interview him. Maybe he's armoring the camper. We should interview this fucking guy. That would be great. That would be a good interview because this Hell guy yeah. literally is preparing. Like he thinks there's going to be a poc- an apocalypse. Well, apocalypse. I'm not. I'm not here to tell him he's fucking nuts. You know, if like a year from now it happens, <laughs> he's just going to be like the motherfucker that's like I've and told you so. Yeah, and then everyone's going to try and go to his house and they'll be exactly like, no fuck, fuck you. Here. Yeah, you could you could have helped me out. You could have funded this, but no. I feel a little bit better now that we're talking. Now that you're jubilant. You seem into it. Yeah. Oh, God, I have something for you. Ooh, okay. Um, well, did you know that Seth Rogen is, um, like, he's writing that new show on... Preacher? Yeah. That's pretty cool, Well, but... he's not writing it. Maybe, like, he's screenplaying it, but, like, it's already been, like, 
written. It, it's a comic. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. It's from the, like, the early 2000s, too. Oh. Hmm. But I saw something interesting today, and I'm pretty sure you didn't see it. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Um, did you see that video on um, IGN of him playing the uh, prologue to Last of Us? No. Oh, it's super good. Like, just him, like, commentating while he played it? For the first time, he just... This just came out this week, and he was playing The Last of Us, and he was just fucking loving it. It was like us playing it the first time, I'm sure. Like, he's just like, this is awesome, I'm buying this. He's just waiting this long to play. Yeah, <laughs> he's so busy, crazy. probably. He, yeah. was, he was making This Is The End when that game came out. <laughs> <laughs> so, Disney might have their first gay couple in a movie. It's about time. Yeah, I've been waiting. You know, it'd be great, because, all right, here's the story. It's trending on Facebook. I Sometimes I just look at those little trending articles to figure out what to talk about tonight. Mm-hmm. So this is what happened. Uh, there's a trailer for Finding Dory. You know, among a bunch of other clips, there's two women pushing a cart, or they're together, and one of them's pushing a carriage, a baby carriage. And every, the internet thinks that's going to be a lesbian couple in a movie, Disney movie. Are they and, lesbian fish? Well, they're the no, they're people. Oh, okay. Which that's what I thought when I first started. I'm like, really, they're fish. So who cares? Yeah, you know, whatever. Right. But no, they're people. But okay. I would love that it just turns out they're just friends and they're just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> and so like the internet's like, a you buzz. know, the way they go crazy about stuff. Didn't Sesame Street try like a, a gay couple or something like that? Bert and Ernie's are gay, aren't they? Well, they live together and they sleep together, but I don't think I don't think they match genitals yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> I don't know if they did. Somehow, somehow we, we, we made it to Bert and Ernie sleeping together. That's good. No, I'm, I'm happy for what was Finding... Finding Dory. Dory? You know, the Ellen DeGeneres voice. Oh. The, the blue fish that has memory loss. All right, well... This I think it's going to be a good movie, because Finding Nemo was fucking awesome, I thought. It certainly sounds inclusive. <laughs> I'm satisfied. Now, if I could just get my own fucking bathroom, my own personal bathroom. I just, I wish more people were just like us that we could give the littlest shit about gay shit. And like, I mean, on both sides of it, like, I don't yeah. care if they have it. I don't care if they don't have it. I wish more people just wouldn't care. Like, why, why did, why do people have to give a shit about the gay stuff and well, the transgender stuff and all that shit? Particularly get extremely mad if Ex- they don't, if, yeah. if they, they're not bombarded with it. Every, every single program just like... We want... No. No. I just don't get it, man. Why, why? It doesn't affect you at all. If I made a movie, it would be the most offensive thing to everyone. Just because I wouldn't cover all this shit. I'd just be like, believable cast, now. And that would be the end of the movie. It would be a lot like The Room. Oh, bye, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Monkees released a new album. Heard about that? <laughs> They're like the Beatles, only uh, they don't write their own music. Well, aren't they American? The American Beatles? That's what they said. And they had the TV show. That was that shit was hot. They I can... remember watching. I don't remember what channel re-aired them, but I remember watching them as a kid, like after school, and probably like I don't even know what channel would have been back then. I was gonna say TV Land, but yeah. that didn't exist back then. I don't think. I have no idea. Show came first, and then their music, no, if you will. I, th- I think it was the other way around. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> the monkeys. Hey, hey. 
So yeah, I, the only reason I mention it is Rivers Cuomo wrote one of the songs, which I don't get. I'm not just talking about the monkeys, but like pop stars in general. They get songs written for them. It's not a new thing. It's probably happened since forever. Like, I feel like if you're going to be a musician and make a lot of money, like, you should have to write your own fucking music. And if you're not good enough to, then you shouldn't be famous for doing it. You know? Agreed. It's kind of the way this country is. You have to look good first, and then somebody will make you famous for something. I mean, that's exactly how it is. It's a shame that it's like that, because that would would be great if you had to just be talented, be good at everything, and that was a prerequisite. Right. No, no, no. It's... It's all bullshit now. Like, three people write the majority of pop music. Like, wouldn't it be great to, like, find out someone didn't write their own music and then enough people just got pissed about that and they stopped being famous? <laughs> like, would, no one gives a shit. I was going to say, you would you would <laughs> think the SJWs, that's what we're calling them now, there's a shorthand for social justice warriors, um, <laughs> you would think they'd be fucking pissed about that, livid, that, I, I mean, it. three people write, like, 90% of the pop music this, these days and... Nobody performs their own music anymore. I mean, everybody's got their... What do you want to call it? Like, the like the lip-syncing and all that shit. Like, that's just... It's all laid out for them. Just fucking go out there, look good, sell a shit. We'll take care of the music for you. We'll take care of the marketing. You know, all that stuff. It's awesome, man. Well, it's funny. Like, who was it? Taylor Swift? Her father, her father actually wrote... Like, 100% of her music. Oh, because I thought... I, people always say, well, at least Taylor Swift, she writes her own stuff. Bullshit. That's bullshit? Okay, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, her, her father writes, like, all the songs. He, he hired a bunch of musicians out in Nashville to fucking perform all the music. She shows up, probably auto-tunes, you know, all, all of her... All of her... Her lyric, or the, her vocals, and that's it. I'm surprised yeah. you know all this, because, honestly, I... It's not like, like I said, it's not a new thing to me, but like the kind of music I like, mm-hmm. punk rock, you yeah, know, they write it, they all write it. And that, I'm just used to liking bands that write their own shit. I don't even think about it just because that I know that's what happens. You know, there's no underground punk there's bands no that have produ- songs, yeah. songs written for them. <laughs> there's no super producers in punk rock, or at least, you know, who the big one is with, with the punk rock scene. And I'm going to pull this up, but, um, you know, John Feldman from Goldfinger. Which I know the band member is it? He's a singer. The singer, okay, yeah. He writes a ton of shit for a ton of bands now. Well, like the ones that get yeah, yeah, uh, it's, vi- it's, videos on MTV and well, sort of. <laughs> it's bands like like he wrote a lot of stuff for bands like the uh, the used. I'm gonna pull this up before I fucking make a fool out of myself. Bands that can like fill arenas. Yeah. Well, arenas. Venues. We'll call it just venues. They can fill the town ballroom easily. Um, okay, here we go. I'm going to go through his list here. Good Charlotte, Mest, <laughs> The Used, Story of the Year, Ashley Simpson, hmm. Hillary Duff, The Matches, who I actually like, and I'm just learning this now, <laughs> that they didn't write, at least at some point they didn't write their own music. Panic at the Disco, that's a good one. Oh, Blink-182. I mean, the list goes on, man. The guy's written a lot of stuff for bands that I kind of like. And he's like the punk rock super producer. Okay. Well, there, so it exists, but those aren't really bands I really love anyways. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Ashley Simpson, though, she got nabbed for lip-syncing For lip-syncing, yeah. 
Oh, that was so awesome. I, I know. Nothing like seeing a pop star get fucking... Well, again, though, it didn't really derail her yeah, career. Yeah, she, she didn't give a shit. She's just like, yeah, I cheated. So does everybody else. Uh-huh. My all-time favorite was... Um, did you ever see the uh, Lana Del Rey on SNL? Mm-mm. Oh. I'm not like, sure who that is. Oh, that's a shame. I the, actually li- from, the name sounds familiar. I actually but. like her music, but she was on SNL, and she insisted on singing and not lip-syncing. And, like, this is a different level of, like, narcissism with, like, a pop starlet. It was, like, she insisted on singing, and she has the fucking shittiest voice. And it went public, and everyone's like, wow, she fucking sucks. And, like, you know, she had a publicist speak for her, because that's nobody can speak for themselves anymore. And the publicist was just like, no, 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 she just had a yeast infection. That was her excuse. She had a yeast infection, so she couldn't sing right. It's a shame. I mean, it, it might just prove that they don't have talent, but it's a shame that if someone sings without the assistance, lip-syncing or auto-tune or whatever, that, like, they get frowned upon. Like, they, you know... You, you've got to hear this. But she it's, pro- like, it's probably what Beyonce would sound like if she didn't have... Absolutely. You know, like any of them. Absolutely. Taylor no, Swift. None of those people are nearly as talented as they sound like they are. All right, buds. Buds and pals, we are back after a break. Flushing out all the toxins from this morning. We kind of wanted to talk about some hockey. I don't really have a great take on the finals, but I'm definitely voting, voting, rooting for the Sharks for two reasons. One, because I'm not a big fan of the Penguins and Sidney Crosby. And Malkin's a... I don't like the way he plays hockey. I mean, he's good, but he's just kind of a... He gets he gets bitchy, like he'll get slashed and then he'll like fall to the ice like he just got like his leg broke, so to try and draw a penalty. But uh, yeah, the Sharks, uh, I pick them in my pool to win. Ho I pick them every too. year, but his the rest of his bracket wasn't good enough to nope. place. Oh, really? you're sucks. already out in the bracket. I'm, yeah, I'm it's uh, he does it every year, and usually if the Sharks make it, then he he's probably in money. But for some reason, enough know. people pick this year. Did not pick good. Me and my brother have money coming if the Sharks win. So just if they win, are you in good shape regardless? No, nope. oh. Sharks need to win. So I, that's like like I said, two reasons. Fuck the Penguins, and I win money if Sharks win. So. I'm also pulling for um, San Jose, but I'll tell you why. I'm pulling for Joe Thornton. Oh, yeah. That guy's been shit on his whole career. I agree. He's been called a choke artist, and truthfully, he's not. Mm-hmm. I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, and sometimes it's just fucking really, really hard to win a Stanley Cup. I mean, sometimes? Got... I would think that's the hardest. They Don't they say that's the hardest trophy well, to win I'm, in sports? That's what I'm saying, but I mean, it doesn't make you a shitty player just because you've never been in the finals it's just sometimes it's just fucking bad luck okay. you know what i mean i feel you um same with Marlowe. i mean he's kind of 1a and 1b as far as the choke artist thing and that's that's horse shit but um i wanted to tell you about this because i'm i'm 99 sure you haven't heard of this show yet um what the fuck is it called it's the same people that made the 24 7 like the road to the winter classic it's um i think it's like all access road to the stanley cup and it's it's fucking wonderful. I have tears in my eyes when so I watch it. So it's like this. on now, like just it, started two weeks ago. Is it the same way? Like they follow one team or whatever? No, no. It's it was every well. They started in the quarterfinals, so it was what Tampa, Pittsburgh, San Jose, and St. Louis, and it's 
live mics on the ice. It's live mics in like the you know the locker rooms. That's um, awesome. It's so fucking good. Some of these speeches is like fucking a general leading troops to fucking war, and like the Herb Herb Brooks. I mean, Mir- miracle. <laughs> it's nonstop, man. Seriously, download it and watch it. What's it called again? Officially, it's All Access Road to the Stanley Cup, and it's if you were to watch it on TV, it's on Showtime. Awesome. Yeah, so good, so good. Well, it's funny when you told us about a show that I that he, you think I didn't know about, which I didn't. Hmm. We we thought you might have been talking about Benders. Oh yeah, yeah. No, uh, Benders is cool. IFC. Like, just about bar league hockey. Yeah. It's just, you relate to it, the whole thing. It's great. Mm-hmm. Every, every cast of character in the in the locker room. It took me a while to pick it up, and it just, just goes to show how hard it is to get me to start watching a show. But, yeah, on your suggestion, I watched it, and I liked it. I liked um. I mean, you could trust me when I tell you to watch a show. Yeah, and it's not that I don't. It's just, like, sometimes <laughs> it just... It, it's so hard to get me to watch a show from beginning to end. Like, if I'm going to start watching it, I'm going to watch the whole thing. I've got enough shows. It's really hard to... Find time for a new one, I guess. On suggestion from Ryan, he thought we should do like a missed connections mm-hmm. segment, or just I don't even know if it needs to be a segment. Just all right, I'll just tell the story. Tell the story, yeah. yeah. You were a cute blonde girl at the tsunami bomb show. I was there too. <laughs> <laughs> your your name's Holly. <laughs> We actually, I got your number, and you worked at Salvation Army down there in Lakewood, or Jamestown, whichever officially that place is at. I would call, because this was before cell phones. This is how long ago the shit was. I didn't have a cell phone at the time. It's when you had to call and, like, someone would answer. Not necessarily the person you meant to call. Remember you had to do that? Mm -hmm. Hello, is so-and-so there? Yeah. Wow. That's like dinosaur age <laughs> is Holly there. And then the mom would be like, yeah, hold on, whatever. And then at one point she was never there or you were never there. <laughs> and I just said, Hey mom, you know, I don't remember her name. Listen, do, do you know what's going on? Like, why hasn't she re- been returning my calls? Oh, well, you know, she has a boyfriend, right? Oh. No. Yeah. He's been living with us for quite some time now. So that was the last time I tried calling her. <laughs> so Holly, if you hear this, give me a call. I'd like to say what's up. What if the boyfriend's still living there with her mom that, and her? It's quite possible. <laughs> it's, it is Jamestown. She might be running the Salvation Army by now. By now, I feel like that's a that's a easy ladder to move up. <laughs> it probably took her like a month or two, and then like you're not you haven't quit yet. Here's the keys. We actually went to the, our Salvation Army. I was looking for a uh, TV style. I love the Jamestown Salvation Army. It's huge. Yeah, and they have a lot of I should of go shirts. in there. Oh, we can make it like a fucking play date. I'm in. Cool. That was your misconnection? That's a mis- That's mine. Oh. I don't really have like a misconnection per se. Oh, and I made you a mixtape too. And also, if you still have it, look at it. And the first letter of all the songs spelled, probably spelled something out, like... Holly's a really cute girl. Holly, Holly's cute or something. Mm. And I, I try not to tell, tell the girl that right away and hope they notice it. And I, I don't think we hung out long enough for me to even bring it up. So, Holly, if you still have that mixtape, 
I bet her boyfriend noticed. I'm, her boyfriend's like, fuck this, I'm throwing this out. Before she notices the, the cute love note that he wrote with the songs. <laughs> no, the best misconnection I ever have isn't really so much. It's, it's a pickup line that failed, and I always felt like it should have worked. It was, um, hey, somebody farted, let's get out of here. And she goes, I don't smell anything. And I'm like, all right, well, I give up. That is a really good one. <laughs> I like it. I thought it was slick as fuck. So, just... if, so if you heard that pickup line ever... It was probably from Dave. You should uh, contact us and we'll... Uh... You know, funny story. I think she said she was from Jamestown. Oh, wow. But it was here. Here in town. Nice. Not we got a couple house. Jamestownites. Yeah. Or Lakewood. Obviously, um, the subtleties of uh, pickup lines were just lost on this one. <laughs> <laughs> or she wasn't into it. Or she wasn't that, in that, that entirely possible. <laughs> if that's my sense of humor. Because I have two things going for me. I have blue eyes and, and a fucking fucked up sense of humor. Maybe that was it. And dimples. And, and dimples. The girls like the dimples. <sighs> Do they, though? They say that. I have dimples, yeah. too, and they say that to me. Yeah. So. Oh, that's good. They I say they like my freckles, too. I don't think they're going to, like, fucking fall off or anything. Do you think dimples go away? You don't get more, probably. I think, oh, sweet. like, if you got fat enough, your your dimples would probably go away. So, but you're, you're, on, you're on the right side of that. Well, unless we're in the apocalypse, <laughs> in which I plan on getting as fat as I can. That's another thing I forgot to mention. I plan on getting really, really fat in the apocalypse. Like, you're supposed to lose weight. I'm going to gain you'd so like, much fucking weight. You'd be like Hurley and Lost somehow <laughs> gaining weight. <laughs> Stop eating. No. Who do I have to look good for? So I've been told I look like Blake Shelton. Good for you. Which I've seen him and I'm like, I guess I'm just an ugly version of Blake Shelton. I don't know much about country music, so. Well, he's sort of famous more th- for more than that now. He's on that voice or whatever the uh, fuck. In fact, Ho's dad is the one that tells me that. Yep. Uh, I used to work at Bob Evans and he'd come in and eat and be like, hey, Blake! <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he look like Blake? <laughs> I'd be like, I'll take it, because, you know, a girl I crush on hard thinks he's a hot guy, so hey, tight. if I look like Blake Shelton, I'm doing all right. Take the ball and run with it. But anyways, he got shut down by Gwen Stefani. Apparently, he proposed to Gwen Stefani, according to the internet tabloids. I can't believe I'm reading internet tabloids like I give a fuck, but hey, it gives us good fodder for conversation. That's mm-hmm. all it's good for. I mean, these people who listen to it habitually, or, you know, read that habitually are just fucking losers. But. Maybe we could just talk about that, the fact that celebrity-wise, everyone's, like, lives are just under a magnifying glass. Like, why? People are fucking losers. Those freaking magazines at the checkout lines? There's, there like, t- there's like ten different ones, too. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, seriously, I have to, like, really like manage my facebook feed so i don't have celebrity gossip in it you know what i mean like pages like i don't know i'm just throwing a one out there like up rocks like i had to stop following it because like i legitimately don't give a fuck about kim kardashian you know what that's like, that's and really i shouldn't fun- and nobody should that's funny because i think that's a, an example of me like i followed up rocks at some point i don't know why but i had to un- i had to take it off it's just fucking gossip it's horseshit it yeah Live your own fucking life. Be happy with yourself. Don't fucking live vicariously through Kanye West. <laughs> if, if I had to give any advice, that would be it. So I rekindled my love affair with um, with Cops Reloaded this week. Oh, oh shit. I haven't been catching up. Oh, this. dude. No, I had a marathon. I had, I had two days off this week, which is unusual. I had like 16 episodes of Cops Reloaded that have just built up in the, the old DVR. 
and like the old cops, the original cops, not cops reloaded. Like basically, I watched everyone in the hopes of seeing one thing, and that was um, a frat boy caught with a transvestite hooker, because I love to witness like that person's life be like they're gonna fucking sweat that for the rest of their lives, right? <laughs> well, I think I found. The cops reloaded equivalent of a frat boy getting caught with a transvestite hooker. Well, let me just set up like this. It was a domestic in uh, North Vegas. When I say domestic, no, even wasn't wasn't even a domestic because it was on a street corner. But cops pull up. There's a couple fighting. The guy kind of looked at Carl Winslow <laughs> um, from Family Matters, and um, way too agitated for like just beginning the the confrontation like the cops pull up and he's really heated and he's like running up to the cop the cop pulls out his taser and he's like like stop man stop fucking running at me and open shirt shoots him in the chest with a taser <laughs> guy took it like a champ only reaction he really had was his jaw kind of clenched a little bit and then he turns to the to the woman and just goes I'm going to get you for this bitch no reaction. Just took a fucking taser, a taser. Like, a, like a pro. You see those videos on, like, World Star or whatever. Like, yo, this dude's lit. He just took a taser. Most of the time, it's not a good... It hits a guy in the clothes or one of the barbs isn't in the skin. It's not that big of a deal. This guy got hit clean right in the fucking heart, took a taser, just kind of flinched, and then still fucking continued his... <laughs> wow the the fight and it was it was priceless so i want to watch cops reloaded now to see more people getting shot with tasers and not being phased by it whatsoever i just have carl winslow on the brain that's he, all i'm picturing do you but, think it's like a settings thing where he tried not to have it so high or is that just no no like the only thing with it, like a taser is what it is mm -hmm. the, the only thing that's really important is it really has to get both like both hooks into the skin which this guy's shirt was undone. You could see it hanging from like right in front of his heart. And nope, that, that was, he got 100% of that taser and took it. Shit. It's kind of awesome. Fucking hardcore. Yo, Ho, you're a baller, right? Yeah, I'm a baller. Oh, that story. You want to hear that one? Yeah, do that one. <laughs> Talk about it. We'll do one more. One quick story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not even, even going to take that much time. So, this guy, he was a, an assistant manager at Bob Evans. When, while I worked there, we went through a lot of those, and they were mostly tools. This guy, he tried to be cool bro with everybody. He's a bro. He's like, hey, man, you know. Actually, another funny story, sidetrack story on this guy. <laughs> he asked me to teach him how to ice skate. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro. Like, like, he knew I played hockey and I could ice skate well. And he goes, yo, man, you think one time you could, uh, you could, we can go to the, the ice rink and you could teach me how to skate? <laughs> like, grown man, like a 40-year-old man, I'm going to, like, oh, hold, hold his, his hand, hand and yeah. pull him around. No, dude. I don't remember what I said. I think I might have left it open where, yeah, maybe. Like, I'm glad he never brought it back up again. <laughs> you can probably tell. I was like, no, that's not something I want to do. Please don't say it again. Please don't say it again. Like, one of those. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, say what? <laughs> <laughs> so... This guy confused Ho with someone that does ball, <laughs> that like hung out at Bob Evans sometimes. I don't even remember who it was, but he thought Ho was a 
like a basketball player or just just I pop, I popped in to say hi. Mistook him as someone that plays basketball and ho obviously doesn't know this guy at all. And ho and he goes, "Hey man, you ball, right? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and always the opposite of a baller. <laughs> oh, man. You so that was funny. You could have gone so many different ways with that Years that later, yeah. it keeps coming up. <laughs> All right, let's hear, let's hear about some Fear of the Walking Dead. Do you want to talk about the exciting uh, mid-season finale of Fear of the Walking Dead? All right, before you go, I mean, you're probably going to just eventually make it to this part. Uh-huh. There was a cool scene. Okay. Where Maddie locks in like the, mm-hmm. the female oh. version of the of the Oracle, mm-hmm. <laughs> but she's like the Catholic Oracle um. that thinks she was so like righteous. God damn, that's a two lot. fucking it was, pages. It was in a pretty important. So episode. she locks her in. It's like all right, she's taking over the fucking stronghold because I mean, there's like a little cage full of zombies. They they think they are gonna keep them around because they're like important to them. Mm-hmm. But we know that's a stupid idea. Yeah. Locks her in. I'm like, all right, cool. They're gonna take it over. And then like pretty much the next scene, the shit like lights up on fire. Daniel starts it on fire. Like okay, so what was the point of her even doing that then? You know, like just what she's capable of. It would have. Well, yeah, but it would have been just as effective as her like pushing her into the zombies or something. Sure. Know? Yeah. I mean, at least that way she would have known it was taken care of. So what I'm saying is a potentially cool part of the show. Just they it ruined it. <laughs> they ruined it right after. So go ahead. Every belch is just like a fucking 50-50 roll of the dice. It could be a projectile. Just make sure you don't vomit on our new board here. Mm, I wouldn't wouldn't dare. So, yeah, the mid-season finale was called Shiva um, or Shiva. I don't know which. I don't care which. Shiva Nagila. (laughs) It's probably Shiva, yeah. Um, And it opens with um, Daniel having an ambient dream, what I assume. They must have... Saved enough ambient for the apocalypse. Um, his dream was about his daughter being becoming a zombie, and I thought it was foreshadowing. But I don't know. Did do you, do you think Daniel survived after seeing it? Mm-hmm. You do? Really? Oh God, that would be so terrible. He was asleep in a fire. Maybe I don't remember that part. I thought he was like. Mm. I don't. Let's talk. Up. Well, the thing is, I hate the show, so I don't pay attention. Yeah, completely. I watch it very half-assedly. I hate half-assedly. it too. <laughs> um, well, well, you watch it twice and take notes. So, yeah, I do. I so do, maybe I, do. I should take your advice, and he but, didn't die or didn't live. I don't think he did. Um, <clears throat> Chris ran away, um, and Travis goes after him. God, he's such a bitch. Chris. Yes. He's well. He was pretty. He was pretty hardcore in this, in that he held a gun to a child's head. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty hardcore brave thing to do it was uh luis his uh, mom hates strand for not killing himself how'd you feel about that she gave him the fucking the motherfucking cold shoulder of cold shoulders she was not uh you know it's you have to unless i mean unless it's you because you fucking would take that out probably because you hate you didn't you don't want to bother surviving in the apocalypse, but <laughs> most people would just puss. I would puss out. Yeah, you know, like I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying no, I know, because I know. You, you've said it out loud yeah. about yourself. But yeah. I don't know. You just have to like you want to do it because you love him because you could tell he did. You know, like he felt sure. f- felt for him, his gay lover. Just not enough to not, not enough, enough to commit suicide. Yeah, for exactly. Him. So like, fuck that lady. She's a fucking <laughs> bitch. Well. 
That being said, um, Nick's people skills did help keep it, keep her from kicking everyone out of the compound and <laughs> send him back to the boat. Thank God for now. That fucking relationship was weird too. That the, their connection they had. Right. Yeah. Throughout the episode, like Daniel's just losing his shit more and more, and. What's more dangerous is that he's crafting weapons, like makeshift shanks. So you can tell Daniel is just losing it, you know? This is my favorite part, and I hope one of you got more of this than I did. Why was Travis searching for Chris barefoot? Didn't even notice. Well, when he gets to the when he gets to the to the Mexican house with the guy and his kid and that's all that's in there. He gets in there and he's just like the only reason the guy doesn't kill him is because like his feet were just fucking bloody. You know, I I noticed that part. I didn't notice he had no shoes on, but I noticed like I wondered why his feet were hurting. Like they didn't show him like get injured. I didn't. And they think. didn't show him like not why he didn't have shoes. So uh, maybe he just hasn't had shoes this entire and another two seasons. another thing is when he had to chase him afterwards. All of a sudden, his feet didn't hurt. Did you see how much he hard, it out. how hard he booked to catch him? <laughs> oh my god! Well, <laughs> we're, we're nitpicking at this point. That's the that's the fun of this show. Is like everything about. I can't wait to talk about honestly about Walking Dead. Yeah, because when it's we interesting. do yeah when we do this for Walking Dead, we're gonna be we're all gonna be like excited and we're mm-hmm. all gonna have we'll have watched it intently and like we we're happy about it. This and there might be parts of the episode that we like. Make the jerk off motion, <laughs> but or even when they're bad on that show, it's just like it's it's debatably bad. You know what I mean? Like right. just subjective, I guess. Unlike Nick, once again, just to appease uh, the woman's name was Louise, the um the head of just Louise. The the oh wait no the woman's name was f- fucking Ophelia I think. God damn it! Yeah, it was Ophelia. She brings the zombie Louise. To his mom, but he, did you see when he brings like the zombie Louise? That's her son mm-hmm. to his mom, and she's. God, I, I, it's so dumb. I mean, isn't that how they roped her into the to the cage, or what I called the dead zoo? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like, put him in. Like, oh, fine, put your money where your mouth is. Go hang out with your fucking dead son. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Nick's blood walking again, going out to find Travis and Chris. All the while, um, Strand is digging a grave for like two days. Yeah, dude. I fucking How long did it texted take? you to the, that, that part. Is that, is that the one you texted me? That was part me of it. I was like, what the hell? Why is he taking so long? <laughs> the most. And they're trying to kick him out. He's like, I'm still, I'm just... still digging my grave. <laughs> digging the grave. That reminds me of uh, <laughs> That reminds me of something. And it was a David Cross special on uh, Netflix. And like he legitimately got kicked Netflix. out. He got kicked out of a club. Like they were just rude to him and whatever, and they didn't like his material. Mm-hmm. And they tried to kick him out, and he was like, "Let's drag this on for as long as we can, and just have them keep on asking us to leave, and just be like, yeah, we'll leave in a minute, we'll leave in a minute.'" But they just kept on staying and waiting for him to come back. That's what that reminded me of. Now that you mention <laughs> it, like Strand was just trying to drag it on as long as he could, and you know, it worked. <laughs> oh man, and Daniel was like spewing more fucking crazy bullshit to, to um. To strand as he was digging the grave, just further, you're just waiting for him to fucking go fucking mental. Uh, Madison's worried about Nick's infatuation with covering himself in blood. Still, right she agrees. So, yes, I mean, you would think he's done like, it. Like, well, that's the first thing you said. Now it's like his new heroine. Mm-hmm. 
walking around covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she does let him go find Travis and Chris, which he does find them. Travis finds Chris with the gun to the to the little boy's head, and he's like, "We can't go back, or I can't go back to that group. My family mostly." Um, and Travis is like, okay, fine, let's stay out here in the fucking Mexico together. And Chris finds them, and they're like, just don't, you didn't see us. So, uh, before Daniel starts the fucking, uh, the compound on fire, after his dead wife tells him to, <laughs> um, so we, when we end this, this, uh, this fiasco of a half, half of a season, we don't know, the group is splintered now. It is... Travis, Chris, and then who else survived? It was, um, the other group was Nick, who did not tell Madison that, uh, he found Travis and Chris. So it's Nick, Madison, Alicia, and Strand are ha- leave the burning compound headed back to the goddamn boat. So Daniel wasn't with them? He, he was fucking in the fire. For some reason, Asleep. For some reason, I thought he did come out. I don't know, man. No, when they when they when they caught, he was. Sleeping. But it's funny though. Like he's gonna what's, survive. What's the butt dart's name? Chris? Is it Chris that ran away? The crazy one. The butt dart. The butt dart. <clears throat> right. Long, yeah. Him. Not the heroin addict. The other. Yeah, yeah, Chris. Why is there such an extreme with such a short amount of time? Like he just fucking fell and went ballistic. He, it's like come the fuck on. Again, I, I think I'd hold my shit together. Stood there with a knife, like, and then oh, ran away. Yeah, they, they caught me with a knife standing there. I wasn't gonna kill them, but they think I do, so I better run away. And I'm, I'm never going coming back. Like that is just shitty character development. It's, Start bad storytelling. Hopefully, like, hopefully. Well, I don't care if Travis comes back, but hopefully, like, Travis does come back without him, and there's no explanation. Just like uh, I don't know what happened, man. Your crazy ass son is crazy, and he's gone now. Because of, of all the characters, like Travis makes the most sense. You know, you don't get ever. I don't ever get mad about what Travis says or does. You know. No, sure. no, I I I'm cut off emotionally from this uh, from, at this point. So it's awesome because like the. Like when Walking Dead does a mid-season finale, you're genuinely angry. Oh, you know I, what I, I mean? am every time. Yeah, it's a cliffhanger. It's. This, I don't care. It's not even much, like, sir, sir, there's certainly cliffhangers, but it's just the fact that I don't get to watch them every week at that point. I get pissed. <laughs> yeah, you get, absolutely. This this one, I could, yeah, you're right. I, I could, don't have I to couldn't review, care less. I don't have to talk with you guys about Fear the Walking Dead yeah, for, what are we gonna for pick a couple now? months. We'll figure out something. We could do Preacher, if you, like, if you like. I watched it. You guys haven't yet. I'll try it tonight. Uh, there's another show starting Outcast. It's another Robert Kirkman. Oh, yeah. It's on Showtime. Game of Thrones had a fucking emotional ending to mm-hmm. the last episode. You guys, you don't watch I'm it. Ho, Ho finally caught up. It's, uh, yeah, I'm caught up. There's one tonight, though. It, it involved Hodor, and it was very emotional. You know, like, because I'm a bitch sometimes. I'm not sure if I actually cried, but I was definitely getting teary-eyed. It was spoiled for me a little bit. Really? I think you had mentioned something about holding the door. Right. But just, just enough. It wasn't a giveaway. Just, just enough to kind of know where it was all going. I, well, I, I probably did it because I knew I knew that much too. So I wanted you to know that it was still awesome. Yeah, good episode. 
So yeah, that was Fear the Walking Dead. We might start up on a different show. We might choose Preacher or Outcast. I think one of those two. And yeah. you guys are both going in blind. You've read some of the comics, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I've seen... I'll do Preacher tonight. Yeah. I, I, I plan on it. watching both shows, so... In fact, Preacher, since it's a little silly, might turn into another Fear the Walking Dead, like, just, like, kind of a rip... Like, let's just rip on it kind oh, of thing. Sweet. I liked it enough to wa- keep watching it, but I didn't... I wasn't, like, yo, I gotta watch this shit. So, maybe it'll get better, maybe it'll get worse, who knows. Cool. Well, AM, we might as well stick with the AMC theme. Yeah, I kind of like that. That's cool. I wonder if there's enough Preacher where by the time that's over we get to watch Walking Dead again. I don't know when that starts. Mm. Walking Dead? Yeah. Like fall. October. Fall? Like Halloween? Like yeah. So yeah, that's probably that'll probably time the same way. I think that's what Preacher, Walking Dead, bing, bang, boom. I just did gun, gun slinging gestures. <laughs> All right, Dave. Go home and take care of yourself. I'm going to go home and fucking just sweat it out, flush all the toxins out of me. You know what I was thinking? We need to, like, have a, a sign-off. Instead yeah. Of, instead like, of, see ya! Like and a jingle or something we say? Well, not a jingle, just, so, yeah, something we it all could, say. Could be or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. We'll, we'll, we'll have to brainstorm. Well, I've been Bub. You've been Bub? I've been Dave. I've been Ho. And we have... Been not too much. Not too much. We'll work on that. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, everyone. Uh, it's just Bub here. We just got done with the podcast, and I forgot to, well, we all forgot to uh, bring up the hashtag wars. We're trying to do it every week, get people into it. Not many people are participating yet. Hopefully that'll change. I'm going to announce the winner, which is Paul again. He is the reigning hashtag champion for the Not Too Much podcast. So congratulations to him again. Someone's got to come in and dethrone him. Uh, Last week it was funny dramas, and he made one for each of us. The best of the three was 12 years a Dave. So there it is, folks. This week we're going to go, since Dave was sick, we're going to go with Sick a Song. Examples could be Mumps Up the Jam, The Locomotion Sickness, Paint It Black Lung. You get the idea, folks. Sick a song, tag Not Too Much Pod, which is also where you can uh, contact us if you'd like. We'll just pick the best one and give you a shout-out. So hopefully you join in and keep listening. Thank you very much.